It's time now for Money Matters with the Lewis family, Doug, Linda, and Deborah, owners of Lewis Financial Management, a Raleigh-based family-owned financial planning firm providing investment and financial planning advice since 1983. Doug and Deborah are certified financial planners, CFPs who can answer any of your questions about investments, retirement planning, and estate planning. Why not call Doug, Linda, and Deborah right now at 919-860-9783 with your financial planning questions. That's 919-860-9783. Now, here's Doug, Linda, and Deborah. Investments offered through SFA Inc. Investment advice through Lewis Financial Management. SFA Inc. and Lewis Financial Management are not related entities. Hello, North Carolina. This is Doug Lewis, Certified Financial Planner, once again welcoming you to Money Matters with the Lewises, Doug, Linda, and Deborah Lewis. Money Matters has been providing you with a personal financial hotline for all your questions about investments, estate planning, tax planning, money management, and retirement planning for over 30 years. Well, good evening, North Carolina, and thanks for joining us once again on Money Matters with the Lewis family. This is Linda Lewis. And this is Doug Lewis, Certified Financial Planner. And this is Deborah Lewis, Certified Financial Planner. Well, the three of us are all together tonight. Yes, yeah. indeed. We sure are. <laughs> it is kind of nice. We got the old gang back and back together. <laughs> back in the saddle. <laughs> well, with this new year upon us, a lot of new things are, are um, on people's minds. Doug, do you want to give us maybe a rundown of some of the new numbers for the year? Well, yeah. Looking at the new numbers, I guess we could say... Uh, where is the Dow Jones? First of all, the Dow Jones closed still a little bit under 20,000, closed at 19,827. All indicators are still positive that we should be seeing a very good year in front of us with regard to the stock market. As far as oil, oil closed at $52.42 a barrel. Again, it's relative. Oil is relative. If I go back to a year and a half ago when oil was a dollar, a hundred dollars a barrel and dropped down to in the high, high twenties, that was a disaster. However, going up from the high, high twenties to the fifties, that is an extraordinary increase. And I have read reports that some analysts feel that we might even see the seventies again this year. So positive news on the oil front. Okay. As far as new regulations. IRA rules this year stay at $5,500 maximum contributions. If you're over 60 years, if you're over 50 years old, you can move by adding an extra thousand. So you can move up to $6,500 contribution. Uh, if you're into a 401k, the maximum is 18000 And if you're over 50 for a 401k, you can contribute 24000 so the Ross, limits there would be the exact same as they were last year. So no changes there. No changes there either, Deborah. That's okay. Right. Roths, however, did have a change, right? All right. They did. Yeah. You can contribute if your income is between, now this is if you're single, 186000 down to 133000 From 118000 all the way to 133000 that's the limits for Roth contributions for single folks and for married Couples, it's between one eighty-six thousand and one ninety-six thousand. So a little bit of an increase there. A little bit, about a thousand bucks. It looks like for each of those different filers. So um, those are your thresholds for Roth IRAs. 
And the last new number is what about estate taxes? The estate tax exemption moved up a little bit. Single folks can still can now leave five, almost five point five million tax free. Married folks can leave just a hair under eleven million tax free. So those are the numbers that are new for this year in front of us. Now, Doug, you know, we often talk about how that um, most of the folks who have listened to us and have come to us through the years, it all begins with a question. Yeah, you know, I consider so often the difference, and I'm asked this in the office so often, what's the difference between what you guys at Lewis Financial do and what do the guys do over at Merrill Lynch or Edward Jones or any of the brokerage firms and so forth? And the short answer is we are financial planners. That's right. We do financial planning, and financial planning focuses on a lot of different types of questions. For example, Deborah, if I were to ask you what kind of questions are there in the world of investments, what might you come up with? How should my 401k be positioned based on my available investment choices? Or how do I roll over my 401k or my 403b or any other retirement plan and where should I put it? How should my overall portfolio be balanced? Stocks, bonds, REITs, mutual funds? What investment vehicles should I currently be invested in based on my current age, risk tolerance, retirement goals, etc.? How do I prepare for college funding? How do I prepare for financial independence? Should I pick up pick the annuity payout option from my pension at retirement or the lump sum option? What about on the cash flow side? Well, cash flow questions are different from investment questions, Linda. For example, how should I invest any surplus money from my paycheck monthly? Or how do I create a budget? Or what's the difference between my discretionary and my non-discretionary, and my regular monthly expenses. And sometimes folks have questions about insurance. Oh, insurance questions are big time. They pop up all over the place. It might be, how do I know if my insurance coverage is adequate? Or what type of insurance should I have? Or how much will my wife need to pay her monthly expenses if I die? Or maybe, what's the difference between term insurance whole life insurance, universal insurance, second-to-die insurance, or maybe do I need long-term care insurance, or maybe should I have disability insurance? Another question that comes up has to do with taxes. People want to know, is there any way that I can avoid or reduce the alternative minimum tax? Can I use a charitable trust to sell real estate or investments tax-free? Are there any investment vehicles that can reduce my tax burden? Should my business be an S-Corp, C-Corp, LLC, or a sole proprietorship? Am I paying enough taxes or too much in quarterly taxes? So if you have a question tonight, give us a call at 919-860-9783. If these things are on your mind, call us tonight, 919-860-9783. And a lot of other folks have questions about estate. That's right, Linda. Do I need a revocable living trust and a credit shelter trust? How can I reduce my estate tax liability and how can I avoid probate costs. So yeah, as a financial planner, we answer every question. 
not just investment questions. And if you're out there listening, we just quickly ran through a prob- uh, maybe about 25 possible questions. If one of these questions is in your head tonight, as Deborah said, call us. We're here to answer any financial question about your financial world. You know, another thing is many people have been complimenting or at least giving us some feedback, positive feedback, that they have enjoyed going to our website to learn more about us. And that website is DougAndLinda.com. Go there. Learn more about Lewis Financial Management. We, the Lewises, have been doing comprehensive financial planning for 34 years, coming to the, Doug and Linda have been coming to the radio station for 27 years to answer your questions. <laughs> so they obviously like what they do, love uh, uh, coming here and being available. So this is your hour. Give us a call tonight, 919-860-9783. That's 919-860-9783. Well, Doug, Deborah, there's a lot of noise out there in financial planning, and people have questions about their situation, but how do you filter out the noise? That is a very important question, Linda. It really is how to filter out all the noise because information overload can trip up good decision making. To protect your retirement security, you have to go ahead and stay focused. Besides all the usual financial decisions that need to be made, You know, should you buy? Should you sell? Should you save? What about stocks? What about bonds? What about annuities? Besides all these things, every event, whether it be a real event or predicted event, seems to turn up the volume and the worry. And for people who are close to retirement, all this chatter is particularly scary as they try to protect every dollar they put away. Actually, for some people, it's paralyzing. They can't make a move because it might be a misstep. And others seem to shift with the wind, or at least with the latest soundbite. The more information they receive, the more they wonder how each bit of news is going to affect their portfolio. And I understand it. I really do. There is that noise. But there's a way to take the noise down a notch, perhaps even the fear. You know, you need to plan with a purpose. We always say at Lewis Financial Management, eat your eggs, don't kill your chickens. If you're trying to get to retirement Or if you're already there and you don't want to fail, you have to set up your portfolio in a way that makes sense for you. Not your friends, not your coworkers, not the guy at the golf club, not the woman who just called the Susie Orman show and you loved her response, just you. You got to look at your own situation. So what we're suggesting is that there, that you employ, you um, put in place a filter, a way to take into account your own retirement horizon, your needs and your family's needs, your morals, your ethics. And of course, our answer is hire a certified financial planner. You need someone like Doug Lewis or Deborah Lewis to help you filter out all this noise that's around us. Yeah. And that is what we do. Our job, we we recognize the noise, we hear the noise, we see the noise. It's twice as loud as it was when we began this radio show in 1990, twice as loud. Uh, And so we help you filter through all the noise. So as Deborah said, the first thing you can do is to plan with a purpose. And at Lewis Financial, our purpose is always that you live off your eggs, don't kill your chickens. That's what we talk about. Now, the second thing you can do is focus. Focus on what you can control. Once you've moved from the accumulation phase to the preservation or the distribution phase of life, 
your mindset should now shift from the return on your money to the return of your money. It's like owning real estate and having a renter who pays you on time every month. The value of your property may go up and down, but you're not going to sell it if you don't have to. You're sticking with that consistent rent check. Do you have a question about your financial planning? Call the Lewises tonight, right now at 919-860-9783. That's 919-860-9783. For most folks, what the value of an individual stock is on any given day isn't that important. It's consistency that counts. With investing, your portfolio should be designed to generate income in your retirement. You know, Doug, another thing is to look at the long term. There will always be events that pop up to rattle investors and affect the market, good or bad. With a new president, there could be changes in policy regarding interest rates. What about the Department of Labor's fiduciary rule? And how about estate tax laws? These are just a few things that could change. Instead of investing in reactions to these events, stick to what feels right. Getting that comfort level is what people have said they have gotten at Lewis Financial Management. Right, Deborah? That's right. We, We promise every client when they come to see us, our job will be to give you the comfort level, to take the stress off you. Our job is to remove the stress from you. And so when you hire us, you're hiring us to help you accomplish your goals. It's about an investment philosophy and a mutual understanding of what you're trying to accomplish. You need to work with a fiduciary, which is who we are. We are fiduciaries. So call us during the week to talk about your situation, to make a face-to-face appointment. This week coming, those numbers to call for the office appointment are 919-872-7000. That's 919-872-7000. And we can help you filter out the noise. But, of course, if you want to call us tonight on the open lines, it is 919-860-9783. That's 919-860-9783. You know, what's interesting, Linda, is is that this is the time of year where, you know, we're all talking about resolutions and changes and things that we want to do that are different. And many of us stick to just, um, you know, we want to lose weight. We want to exercise. We want to call our kids more often. We want to take a vacation with some girlfriends that we haven't seen since college or whatever it is. But really, this is the time to also add financial goals. You need to make some financial changes. And uh, there was an interesting uh, article in the Wall Street Journal by Alan Roth. Did you happen to see that? I certainly did. It, it was, was it was really uh, uh, a good article. Uh, four resolutions to reach your 2017 goals. And if you're looking back at the past year, you can say that you did everything. You, you need to ask yourself, did you do everything to maximize your investment portfolio? Minding your financial fundamentals and ignoring the herd are crucial steps if you want to have the financial independence to do what you want for the rest of your life. So with the new year comes a time for a fresh start in your portfolio. One of the pieces of advice that he gives is ignore the forecasts. Boy, do we agree with that one. Because if you've been looking, have you seen some of these forecasts for 2017? They sound so precise. But unfortunately, no one knows the future 
and most stock forecasters are on par with a magic eight ball. (laughs) Sure, the Federal Reserve will likely raise interest rates, but the Fed controls only the overnight rate. Economists have an awful track record of forecasting longer-term rates. And I guess that's why I suspect a key reason that investors typically buy high and sell low is that they count on these experts. So don't listen to them. Just invest based on your own goals and your own desires for your own financial future. It's very important, isn't it, Deborah, to rebalance, which means that you're buying the asset class that has underperformed. And we tell clients that setting an asset allocation is the second most important decision that they will have to make. The most important decision is committing to stick to it. And while the stock market may be unpredictable, human behavior is not. Investors will be predictably irrational. Do you have a question about your investments? Call the Lewises right now at 919-860-9783. That's 919-860-9783. And the only way to get around doing things wrong or uh, buying after the stocks surge or selling the stocks after there's a huge plunge is you need to stick to your asset allocation. You need to recognize that this requires flipping the script and, and selling to get you back to your target stock allocation after a surge and buying after a plunge. After all, it's better to buy low and sell high than the reverse. So yes, Linda, rebalancing is very important. So how do we sum it up? As it happens, investing the right way is downright dull. (laughs) Excitement is a sign that you are a spectacular rather than an investor. Speculator. (laughs) Sorry. No, no problem. The silver lining, however, is that your portfolio will likely grow faster, getting you to financial independence that much sooner to pursue all the excitement that you desire. So here's wishing you a dull 2017 in investing and an exciting year in most everything else. And you know what's interesting, Linda, is is that just in, in just discussing this article that we found interesting over the uh, you know past couple uh, days as we're preparing for the radio show, it just shows as we're reading this out loud, you know, this is what we do all week long is financial planning. What we do on Sunday nights is just three financial planners coming to the radio station to leave it open um, for anyone to call in and ask any question they would want. We're not slick radio personalities. We're just financial planners who have decided to dedicate this hour for you to ask any question you would have. And to educate the public. And to educate the public. Because, because there's there's no shortage of, quote, information out there. And as we said earlier, there's a lot of noise, but there are answers to your questions. Well, Doug, Deborah, what what is new in the world of cash flow planning? Well, cash flow planning is very important, and I don't think many people focus on it. I'm going to say that you're going to need to save as much as 10 to 15% of your annual income for your retirement. And you need to take a fresh look at how you can utilize your retirement plan's features to help you save and resolve to make some changes in the cash flow in the coming year. You know, you might have stopped making retirement 
contributions to your retirement plan last year. There are many reasons why you might have stopped contributing. Maybe it was a tight household financial situation due to the birth of a child. Could have been buying a home or paying for college. But determining how much you can put into savings can now make the difference between retiring when you would like to and having to continue working longer in the future. Just for an example, if you contribute $300 a month and earn 8% average over 30 years, your savings would grow to more than $425,000. If you don't think you can afford to save that much, keep in mind that contributions to your retirement plan are deducted on a pre-tax basis. So you might only see a $225 reduction in your paycheck if you happen to be in the 25% tax bracket. In addition, earnings on your investments accumulate on a tax-deferred basis until withdrawn, which could increase your retirement savings an additional 45% compared to a taxable investment account. Now, another thought is, if your employer offers a matching contribution, you shouldn't give that up. You should contribute at least enough to get the maximum matching dollars. Otherwise, you may be leaving free money on the table, and that's no good. Now, the other side is, well, what if you need to play catch-up? Let's say, just like Doug was telling you about the catch-up rules for this year earlier in the show, if you're getting a late start or having, or, or you have fallen behind with your retirement plan contributions, consider contributing more money. Uh, the rules for this year are you can contribute up to 18000 and if you're over 50, you can contribute up to 24000 So keep those thoughts in mind as far as looking at retirement plans offered through your employer. And um, You know, there's the other side of cash flow planning. In a short version, what we just discussed is, well, if I don't see it, I can't spend it. Oh, good point. Yeah, that's what that's, that's... That, that, that kind of cash flow planning is what we've just covered. And it works. There's no doubt about it. Just tell your uh, payroll department, mm-hmm. take more off my paycheck, mm-hmm. and I'm automatically uh, saving part of my cash flow towards my future. Right. We do it much better than that alone at Lewis Financial Management. We actually go through a detailed list of your expenses, and we find out after your income comes in and after your expenses go out, what is there left at the end of of each month. That's right. We're always looking for a cash flow surplus. A cash flow surplus. And in the early days when I would tell people, well, we, we see that at the end of each month, you, it looks like you've got about $2,000 left over. And they would always laugh and say, just doesn't seem to be that way, Doug. Looks like there's too much month and not enough money. Right, right. And I've been planning for years to try and do this. To, at the end of every month, I'm going to invest what I've got left over. So what we put in place years ago was a program that we called Pay Yourself First. We reversed that process. We put on paper, what are your incomes, what are your expenses, what's left over, and then that surplus, we have you invest automatically, not in a retirement plan, in non-retirement investments. And then if you need to adjust that for expenses that you weren't thinking, you just slow that down. And we have seen over the last 30 years that clients have accumulated much more 
I don't think we have a single client today who is not financially independent. Do you have a question about your retirement investments? Call the Lewises right now at 919-860-9783. That's 919-860-9783. Doug, Deborah, I, I really like uh, the principles that you both were sharing about because uh, contributing to a retirement plan is very important. And people have uh, various matches that their employee, their employers are offering them when they start contributing to their retirement plan. They do. But we often find that in most portfolios, people are lopsided in their asset allocation. You bring up a good point because that lopsidedness is what Doug was speaking to, that there needs to be a balance. Yes, you know, we need to, we need to uh, put money aside in our retirement account and it definitely has to be outside the retirement account. This is Doug Lewis, certified financial planner, answering your personal money matters. Welcome to Money Matters, Linda. Thank you. How can we help you tonight? Well, I've been reading about an alternative for people that are 62 years of age and older that or house-rich and income-poor, the reverse right. mortgage. Yes, indeed. Now, how old are you, Linda? Well, it's not for me. I'm 50, so I've got some years left. Okay, and is it for a parent? No, some people have asked me about it. I have uh, been in the mortgage banking business. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, what is that an, uh, an easy alternative? The RAM, as it's called, and the hiccups, uh, they, they've got different names. One is a RAM, reverse annuity mortgage, and the other is the uh, hiccups, the um, home equity qualified mortgage. Basically, um, they are one of the most wonderful programs that I know out there today. They are exactly what you describe. They are for people who are land-rich or home-rich and cash-poor. However, and it is a government program, uh, the, we have set up um, one for one client of mine already. One of our widows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do have to have certain qualifications. The first one is you must be over 62 years old. The second thing is... You simply go ahead and instead of borrowing money from the bank and taking out a mortgage on your home and making payments to the bank, the bank makes payments to you. The bank turns around and makes a payment to you for the rest of your life if that's the program you choose. You never have to make it, you never have to pay it back. Is that monthly income taxable? On the reverse mortgage? Yes, that you're receiving each month. Well, let me see. No. No. Okay. Because you're borrowing. Right. So you don't, you know. And that at, at death, the home is sold, and would the heirs get the remaining balance if there is a remaining balance? Yes, although that's only one of the ways it can work. It can work that way. Also, if you go into a nursing home and vacate the home, then I think you have, I think it's a three-year period after you vacate the home to go ahead and let your family, if they want to, buy the house and pay off the debt, or go ahead and then sell it yourself, or then, if not, the bank will go ahead and sell it. The same thing at death, the estate has the right to go ahead and pay off what's owed and keep the house. So it is a good alternative in, for, for some people. I think it's a wonderful program. I recommend only, it every, yeah. time I see a, every time I see senior citizens who have any financial stress, I think they should definitely consider the reverse annuity mortgage. You know, Lynn, I think you've got some brochures at the office, so if uh, Linda wants to call the office, you might send her one of those brochures. Yeah, Linda, you want to just call the office this week? I'll uh, be glad to. Call, uh, I guess, Tuesday or thereafter. Okay. And our number in Raleigh is 872 
Eight seven two seven thousand. Okay, thank you. Thank Thanks you for, for calling, calling, Linda. Well, thank you for joining us on Money Matters with the Lewis family on News Radio six eighty WTPTF. Well, Doug, Deborah, uh, this week in the News and Observer, I believe I saw some news that Lowe's, the home improvement retailer, is going to be laying off about twenty four hundred of its employees. Here we go again. Here we go again. We've heard this story so many times since we've had this radio program going. You know, Linda, let's think of some of the people that we first heard this. The first one I remember was a Sears. Yes. Uh, That was back in the 80s. Yes, indeed. And And then what are are the companies? There was IBM. IBMers. They came to us. Sears came to us. IBMers came to us. Who else? Burroughs Welcome. Burroughs Welcome. Glaxo. Glaxo. And those are all people who would have been going through this, getting the news, either from the employer or through the new, the, the newspaper, hearing that they're going to be let go and then wondering what to do. Who do I go to? Who do I call? And How they do came I figure to us, this out? And every one of those companies that you've mentioned, Linda, are still they're They're still our clients. They came to us. We helped them go through it. Uh, I think there were some more names I'll bet you we could think oh, of. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Glaxo. Tools. Glaxo. Cooper Tools. Cooper Tools. And they're still our clients. We helped them through it. So if you are one of the people at Lowe's that's gotten the news, yeah. don't feel alone. Call us. Call us at Lewis Financial Management. Schedule an appointment to meet with us. If you've got a pen, write down 919 Seven zero zero zero. That's nine one nine eight seven two seven thousand. Go to our website. That's dougandlinda.com. Dougandlinda.com. And of course, you can call us tonight at nine one nine eight seven. Eight six zero nine seven eight three. That's nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Now, it's important, isn't it, if you are facing uh, downsizing or a layoff uh, at your current employer to write down your own personal questions. That's right. Because your questions may be different than the next guy's. So it's important. Write down every question that you have about your own personal situation. That's right, because things are going to change. You're now going to have new priorities on yeah. on how to deal with uh, a layoff and what might be affecting you and what to do and, you know, what should you be thinking about. You know, we've worked with lots of clients who have lost their jobs. So um, helping them get back on their feet is, is something we have done before. And, you know, it's it's a complicated uh, scenario, a complicated time in someone's life. So they, you know, they have to deal with health care. You know, how are they going to cover the health care costs and, and um, you know, other types of coverage? So, Doug, what about transitioning after a layoff? Yeah, Lynn, let me see if I, I, I've got a caller on hold named Kathy. Let me see if I can help her first, and then we'll come back to this matter of the people at Lowe's who are, have gotten the news that they've been laid off. Kathy, this is Doug Lewis, Certified Financial Planner. How can I help you tonight with your financial plan, uh, planning? Yes, Doug. Are you familiar with a new law from the Department of Labor that's going to take effect in April? I am not. What, what's the law about? 
I don't know. That's what I was. Well, if you mention April, are you talking about the fiduciary rule law in April? I think that I think that. Oh, Oh. okay. That's not North Carolina. That's federal. That's federal. Yes, I'm, I'm very familiar with that. That's the Department of Labor ruling. Okay. And that is very crucial. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Kathy. How old are you? Uh, 55. 55. Are you married or single? Married. Married. Are you working? No. Is your husband working? Yes. Income level for your husband? A hundred. About a hundred thousand. Do you have any children living at home? No. All right. Uh, Let's see. Investments. Your investment portfolio that is not retirement, how much do you have in non-retirement investments? Oh, gosh. Um, Approximately. 60, maybe. About 60,000? Mm-hmm. All right. And what about in your 401k, IRA, and retirement plans? Um, probably 600. Okay. So the Department of Labor rule does affect you very much. And uh, now... Are you working with a certain person, an ind- a, a, a certified financial planner or a stockbroker or somebody? Yes, for some of it. Okay. So here's what the ruling says. The ruling says that if the person you're dealing with is a stockbroker at a stock brokerage firm, they right now are not considered fiduciaries. A fiduciary is a person who, by law, is required to put your interest ahead of his own. And most investors think that the person they're working with is a fiduciary. But they are not fiduciaries. They are required to go ahead and recommend good investments to you, but not necessarily the best investments for you that earn the less money for them. So the new Department of Labor rule called the DOL fiduciary rule is going to require everyone to be regulated as a fiduciary, which means they have to begin by giving you a contract. If they're going to give advice on retirement accounts. Exactly. If they're going to give advice on retirement accounts, then they will have to give you a contract explaining that they are fiduciaries, disclosing exactly how much they're making, what their fees are. And uh, it's very scary to a lot of people, to myself and to Deborah. It's not because we are fiduciaries. We do have contracts with all of our clients, and we do disclose everything. Right. But Correct. Okay. Yes. Uh, and so this is very frightening to different parts of the world out there. It's mainly frightening to the brokerage industry, and to the insurance industry that sells annuities, because annuities are very much involved in this. Now, let me ask you, Kathy, this is Deborah. What prompted the question? Was it, did you read something, or were you having a question about your own relationship in, in, in regard with your broker? My own relationship. Okay. Well, if you haven't, I, I, I'd like you to go to our website, first of all. I don't know if you had a chance to write it down earlier. My website is uh, DougAndLinda.com. That's D-O-U-G-A-N-D-L-I-N-D-A, DougAndLinda.com. And there there you'll get a lot of information, even videos uh, and questions and answers that we talk about on our website. Number two, I'd like you to go ahead and call my office, and we will schedule an appointment to get together. Uh, We are fiduciaries, and you will have the comfort that, as Linda said, every question you come in with will be answered uh, and you will have the comfort that we're answering as fiduciaries. 
Okay, well, thank you very much. You're welcome, Kathy. Yes, and uh, Kathy, thank you so much for calling because at this stage of your life, you're in that prime age at 55, the pre-retirement age. So, you know, you're in uh, this corridor where you probably want to know, do I have the proper asset allocation for the investments that we have in retirement and in our personal portfolio and what should we be doing to improve our situation as we get closer to retirement right correct that's right once we look at your portfolio we might we might tell you that you are very much out of sync and you're in the wrong investments that's the kind of advice that fiduciaries have to give you okay all right thank you very much for your help you're sure welcome thanks for calling have a great week Mm -hmm. you're listening to money matters with the lewis family on news radio 680 WPTF. If you've got a question, like Kathy, give us a call on the open line at 919-860-9783. That's 919-860-9783. So we were talking about the folks at Lowe's who have recently gotten news that there's going to be a big layoff. And I have worked with a number of clients who have lost their jobs, helping them recraft their financial plans to reflect the economic ramifications of being laid off. The cost of health care is sometimes something that many folks overlook. Health care tends to be tied to a job, so when the job is gone, individuals need to figure out how to maintain coverage, whether it be through a spouse, COBRA, or some other source. Many clients also have life insurance and disability benefits tied to work that aren't portable. So figuring out how to plug those gaps is important as well. The newly unemployed also should review their asset allocation and make sure it reflects their new situation. Yeah, that's what we do. We run through several what-if scenarios with clients who may be pondering different options, such as embarking on a new career or taking a job for less pay. We model possible financial outcomes based on various projections to help them stay on a secure path. So if you're out there wondering what to do or uh, what if this were to happen to you and you would need to know what your next steps would be, make an appointment, find out what you should do now. If this is your situation, you've just found out you were being laid off. You need to get comfort, knowledge and understanding of what your options are. Because knowing what your choices are will put you back in control. You need to hire someone to help you through this process. So don't be alone. Call us at Lewis Financial Management. That's 919-872-7000 during the week. That's 919-872-7000. Well, Deborah, let's take a call. I see we have another car on hold. This looks like it's a David. David, this is Doug Lewis, Certified Financial Planner. And Deborah Lewis, Certified Financial Planner. How can we help you this evening? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Linda and Doug, I'm maybe on help. And uh, I talked to you about six months ago about uh, being a retired person who did not prepare for retirement. And you said that you could help me. I got in stocks and bonds and a Roth IRA. And basically... I'm probably going to be arrested soon if I don't get some help. Well, did you call the office? My office would be very happy to schedule an appointment to meet with you. Uh, did, did you speak to my office? I did not because I was going to try and figure it out myself. That was a mistake. Oh, oh that reminds me of the person who says they've been notified by their, sir, their doctor that they need brain surgery and they figured they're going to try and do it themselves. 
You have uh, a good. You have a good. <laughs> I, I, I hope you like that analogy. <laughs> write no, down no, my. No, no. Okay, so write down my my phone no, number no, again. Nine one nine. We have to have an appointment because uh, uh, after I talk to you, you're going to decide to become missionaries because you won't have to get out of your present work. Okay. And uh, give me your number, and I will make an appointment. Nine one nine eight seven two seven thousand or seven zero 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 nine one nine. Eight seven two seven thousand. Call my office. Based? Yep, and we will schedule an appointment to meet with you. And I'm looking forward to meeting with you. You people are just primo. You're first class. <laughs> thank you so much, David. God David, God thank you. you. Have a wonderful week, David. Thank you, ma'am. Bye. You're listening to Money Matters with the Lewis family on News Radio six eighty WPTF, and we're enjoying our callers. So whatever your questions are. Call us on the open lines with your questions, 919-860-9783. That's 919-860-WPTF. Well, Doug, when people are working with uh, retirement planning, a lot of people come in with rules of thumb or things they've heard along the way. What would you say are the typical retirement withdrawal strategies that are wrong, that just don't meet people's needs? Well, I think the key uh, buzzword that you just glossed over, Deborah, is withdrawal. Oh. Withdrawal. Most people don't focus on withdrawal strategies because they focus on growing their portfolio and how to reach retirement or how to become financially independent. But that now we come to what about withdrawing? You okay. check out any website that offers retirement advice, and you're likely to come across the same suggested sequence for financial distributions. First, it's going to say, take from any taxable account, then tax-deferred account, then tax-exempt account, the three-bucket approach. That's the typical withdrawal strategy. That's conventional wisdom, and in my opinion, it is 100% wrong. At least it's wrong for most people. <laughs> for example, there's a misconception that when you're older, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket yeah. than during your working years. Well, Linda and I know that's often not the case. People are told to take hold, to, to hold off rather, taking their tax deferred money as long as possible. But at age 70, they have to start taking Social Security distributions, which are taxable. Mm-hmm. And you probably have a 401k pension or a traditional IRA that you have to start taking out your required minimum distributions from. And those are all taxable. Oh, boy. And all this taxable income can increase your overall tax bracket, often making it higher than it was during your working years. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, by this age, many people have paid off their home mortgage. They're no longer itemizing on their tax return. They're taking standard deduction or one spouse dies and the survivor goes from filing jointly to filing single, losing a standard deduction and a personal exemption. Again, their income could be lower than ever, but their tax bracket may be higher than ever. Now, the so what op- do you do? Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> you know, all right. The optimum strategy is to fill up your tax bracket, but not bump up to the next one. So you have to project out. What's your tax bracket going to be for the rest of your life? And then you start looking at different formulas and sequences. And all that takes a lot of complicated strategizing, which most people are not going to do. Not everyone wants to take that kind of time or do that much analysis. The sad thing is many firms are working with a business model that depends on hiring salespeople. 
they don't want people who plan as much as they want people who can gather investment assets and they use a computerized system for withdrawals. Yeah, that's what we see a lot of. And unfortunately, those good salespeople aren't necessarily well-trained technically, and they tend to be less focused on the details. So instead of working their way through an individualized, long-range plan for a client, they come up with simplified rules and broad-based solutions, those rules of thumb I was just talking about, that allow them to meet with as many people as possible and ultimately sell as opposed to strategize. Yeah, but retirement planning is not about one simple set of answers. It requires running a lot of different scenarios to identify the best possible way to reduce taxes, to optimize income, to reduce risk. It's more like a Rubik's Cube. You can solve the blue side, but you may still have a problem with the orange side. And I believe that puzzle requires a special kind of advisor. That's who I am. That's who Deborah is. A fiduciary who focuses only on financial independence, retirement planning for you. When you're young and accumulating wealth, you make most of your financial decisions in a vacuum or in isolation. Many of those young people will have a bunch of pieces. They'll have a pension, a 401k, an IRA a Roth IRA, a life insurance policy, perhaps disability insurance, long-term care insurance, real estate, social security, and maybe some savings or some stocks and bonds. But in retirement, you need someone who can help you put those pieces of your retirement puzzle together and make them work for you. Distribution planning is all about strategically taking from the right accounts at the right time. The one strategy does not fit all. The right advisor for you will give you the best answers, not just the easy ones, but these are the right answers for your retirement years. Do you have a question about your pension, 401k, or IRA? Call the Lewises right now at 919-860-9783. That's 919-860-9783. And this is exactly what we do with each client. We work with their details, their concerns, their risks, their assets, their goals to create an individual way for them to achieve their goals and never outlive their money. Call us to make an appointment to talk about your distribution planning from your retirement accounts. That number in Raleigh in the triangle is 919-8727000. That's 919 USA 7,000. Talking about experts, I want to brag about my two grandsons who can solve the Rubik's Cube (laughs) in two minutes or less. Those two boys. Oh, mom. It's like 15 seconds. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. Okay. Yeah. They are experts. And you have a third grandson who is, um, and maybe I'm exaggerating, but it's in under a minute. It's like 40 minutes for, I mean, 40 seconds for one, 30 for the other. (laughs) And, And there's a third one who's learning how to solve. And this is the entire Rubik's Cube. And these little boys are so, um, they're I'm so proud of it. <laughs> sure makes me feel like a dummy. I can't. Well, I remember but, when you showed my brother. But I can how to solve financial it. independence planning. I can show you. I can show you how to accumulate a million or five million or ten million, depending on your numbers. That I can do. Uh, you're experts. That's what. So there are different kinds of experts, but 
our, in our firm, we're experts in advising clients regarding their personal situation. And, you know, to our listeners, we really appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for listening all these years. And you've made a difference. We know that you, that we've made a difference because oh, yeah. we've just seen with our eyes and our ears what has happened in people's lives over a period of time. And when they call and they make an appointment, and last week was an, another week, you know, you get a call and it usually begins with, well, I've been listening to you guys. For years. <laughs> I just remembered. That, that, that's right. We forgot to let our public, our listing public know we're still giving free books away. Every and the time. one that the, that the, the folks last week wanted, yeah. they wanted a copy of Middle Class Millionaire, and we gave them a copy of Middle Class Millionaire. That's right. Well, you know, Doug and Linda, there are things that married couples should talk about uh, when planning for retirement. And before uh, we move into that, I guess it, it's something that just is a conversation. So take out a pen and paper, write down our number. It's 919-872-7000. Hold on to that pen and paper and maybe you'll get some ideas of things you should talk about. Yeah, the first thing to do for married couples when thinking about planning for retirement is to make sure that you're on the same page as soon as possible because when they discuss the future, couples in their 60s, couples in their 50s often put the focus on their children, on their grandchildren, on the needs of their aging parents. If they get around to talking about themselves at all, they might discuss an upcoming vacation or something that needs fixing around the house. But what they tend to skip over is what's going to happen once they retire. And that's a mistake. What will their life look like together? Do their individual visions match up or is there a complete disconnect? I'm amazed when I meet with clients at the basic issues that couples have never talked about together before they come to meet with me as their certified financial planner. So, Linda, what should the first thing be that couples talk about? The first question should be, what does retirement mean to each of you? Maybe one of you wants to travel and the other wants to spend more time at home, gardening, or helping out with the grandkids. That's okay as, as long as you have a plan to make it work. So it's important to talk about your goals and your dreams now, not later, so that you can work toward making them mesh later on. And Doug, what would you say is the second thing that couples should talk about? At what age? At what age do you plan to retire? It's surprising how often couples ignore this topic and then argue about it later on. Some are disappointed when they learn that their spouse doesn't want to head off into the sunset as soon as possible. Others, worried about money or if they'll get along if they're together all the time, <laughs> push for age 70 or beyond. A study found out that 62% of couples don't agree on the appropriate retirement age. So much better to discuss that now. So they should discuss what retirement means to each of them and then what year or what age they, they are each thinking of planning of retiring. And then, Linda, what would you say is the third thing that they should talk about? A third question is how much money do we have and where is it? In most households, one person takes on the bulk of the responsibility for handling the money. And that's fine, but there's no excuse for being totally clueless about your retirement income. It's important that both spouses 
stay up on what's happening with savings and with your investments. So also, both of you should be aware of where the paperwork is filed and whose name is on what. And that's why almost all of our meetings with clients are with both spouses, husbands and wives. And it gives both the ability to talk, to discuss, and describe what your retirement goals are, what you've been thinking about, and what your plans are. That's right. So if you or your spouse have a question tonight, what are you thinking about in regard to retirement? Jot down our number and give us a call this week, 919-872-7000. That's 919-872-7000. You might be thinking, do we have enough? How do we get started? This is If this is what we've accumulated, will this be enough? Are we going to outlive our money? Jot down these questions. We can answer them. We're the Lewises at Lewis Financial Management. Now, Doug, what's another question that couples need to be asking themselves? Yeah, I know this isn't one that a lot of people want to think about, but it's important. What happens to your income when one of you dies? Both spouses should know about pension rules, social security changes, insurance payouts, Don't make the mistake of thinking that when you're gone, your spouse is going to only need half as much money. There should be a plan in place to cover the surviving spouse's needs. And I will say that's part of every plan that we write Mm -hmm. for every client. What is the need for the surviving spouse when it happens? Now, Linda, what would be another question? Well, another very important question that couples want to ask is, Are you going to leave money to your kids? And if so, how much? Don't assume everything that you have when uh, one spouse dies will go to your children. There may be some taxes and other costs that can eat away at your legacy. So it's important to speak with your spouse about how you want to handle your estate. And then you need to meet with a certified financial planner and call us at Lewis Financial Management. We are qualified to answer your questions. Certified financial planners that can assist you with addressing these very important issues that have to do with you as a couple and what you're going to do as you plan for your retirement. You know, as we're coming into the end of the show tonight, we don't have time to talk about what happens if you happen to live to be a hundred? But I think maybe next week we might want to deal with that because the question is more and more likely for some of our clients that are moving into their eighties that look like it's very likely that they will live a long life and maybe live to be a hundred. And this, it's still the question. How can you be sure that you will never outlive your money? You know, that's it's a big question. Uh, we want to make sure that you. Never kill your chickens, you live off your eggs. We call investments chickens and the income we call eggs. We think your investment portfolio should always be growing. That's right. So as you listen uh, to the close of the music tonight, write down your questions. We'll be here next Sunday. And Doug, as you always say, remember that your money matters because your financial future is at stake. And It's going to be a good week. I believe it's going to be a great week in front of us. And it's going to be a great year. It is. Look at our website, DougAndLinda.com.
been listening to Money Matters with the Lewis family, Doug, Linda, and Deborah. Money Matters provides you with a personal financial hotline on any subject where money really matters. For more information, call Doug, Linda, or Deborah in Raleigh at 919-872-7000. That's 919-USA-7000. Or go to DougAndLinda.com and listen again next Sunday at 6 p.m. for more Money Matters with the Lewis family on News Radio 680 WPTF.